What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founder's Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. Given what has happened in the world over the last year or so, businesses have been impacted in some way. For many businesses, the impact has been grave, but for a few, it's been incredible. And since the start of the pandemic for Peloton, the indoor cycling company has reaped the benefits of retail closures and at-home exercise. Their connected fitness subscriptions have grown 134% year over year. Digital subscriptions have grown 472% year over year. Quarterly revenue hit a billion dollars for the first time. Total workouts on the platform grew to 113 million in the most recent quarter, up from 26 million in the same period last year. And at its peak in January of 2021, Peloton's stock was up 580% since the beginning of the pandemic. And while this time has proven challenging and detrimental for so many businesses, Peloton has reaped the benefits of an incredible tailwind in at-home activity. And so when you consider this company's performance that I just described, what do you attribute it to? Is it luck or is it skill? Or is it a combination of both? Let's hop into it. If you had asked me five years ago when we were starting Morning Brew, I would have described this Peloton scenario as exclusively skill. I would have said you create your own luck and you put yourself in the position for luck to happen. And that's exactly what Peloton did. I would have attributed it to them building at-home bikes for the last, you know, eight years since 2013, and them creating this foundation for them to make their own luck. Part of that probably comes from a desire to control as much as possible in my life. And this admission of things in business being out of my control was probably too much for me to handle. But as I reflect on that same question today, what can we attribute Peloton's success to during this period of time? I think I'd have a very different answer. Luck absolutely exists. Good or bad, we all experience luck. For me, it was lucky that my co-founder, Austin, and I decided to build Morning Brew's business around email newsletters and email proceeded to have a massive renaissance in the years following us launching our business. It was lucky that I selected Austin as my co-founder without doing any due diligence, and he ended up being a perfect partner to help build Morning Brew into what it is today. So yes, luck is definitely a thing, but I also don't think luck is what makes businesses successful or unsuccessful. I think it is a business's response to luck in either direction that determines their success. And so Jim Collins, who wrote Good to Great and Built to Last, which are two amazing books about management and business successes that you should absolutely check out, he refers to this idea as return on luck. Basically, what Collins found in studying thousands of businesses is that great companies weren't generally luckier than bad companies. And what distinguished success was how businesses responded to luck. His research found examples of companies that were unlucky and created great outcomes and companies that 
squandered good luck and created bad outcomes. And so the example or one of the examples that he uses is that of Bill Gates, which I think is such a good one because a ton of people in business talk about how Bill Gates's circumstances as a child and as a college student were all incredibly lucky and fortuitous. And those are the things that combined led to his success with Microsoft. And people basically use these circumstances as an example of why Bill Gates was the only possible person to be in the position to make Microsoft the success it was. They say, you know, he grew up in the mid-1950s and he went to Lakeside Prep School, which was one of the only schools at the time that had access to a computer. And then he went to Harvard with an abundance of computer resources in the 1970s. And he learned how to program in BASIC, which is a computer language that most people say is what made home computers usable in the 1970s and 1980s. But this is the question I have. Did Gates have a set of circumstances that made the path to where he is possible? Absolutely. Did luck play a role in his success? For sure. But I think Jim Collins's point is that Gates didn't find success because of luck. There were other kids who went to schools in the 50s that had computers similar to Lakeside. There were other students that were computer whizzes and exceptional at math who had access to computers in the 70s at Harvard, Stanford, Princeton, etc. And there were other people that learned to code in basic like Gates, yet Gates is who he is. And that's where return on luck comes into play. As an entrepreneur, I no longer ask myself, am I lucky or how much did luck play a role in my business's success? But instead, the questions have become, how do I best leverage luck to propel me? And how can I manufacture more of my luck? For Peloton, that means not focusing on how the pandemic helped the indoor cycling business, but instead, how do we as Peloton make sure our supply chain and logistics are in a position to handle the influx of new demand that occurred because of our luck? For Morning Brew, that means... How do we triple down on email as we see the world embracing email as a content format and advertising opportunities more than ever before? And for Bill Gates, that meant sleeping little, taking initiative to drop out of Harvard to start his own computer company, and moving to New Mexico despite his parents' pleas. Luck exists, and there are things that simply happen that you don't have control over. But as a builder, What you can control is your acknowledgement of luck occurring, so you can then ask yourself, what can I do as an entrepreneur to make the most of this luck? Acknowledgement and action is how you bring control to uncontrollable situations. I want to close this by bringing it back to how I started it. My original view of the world was that you can create your own luck. Now, while I understand that view is wishful, but not realistic, I do think there's something to this idea of making luck happen for you. I don't believe you can make individual occurrences of luck happen to you, but what I do believe is that you can do things to increase the probability of luck finding its way to you. I do believe you have more control in this than you do in hitting 21 in blackjack, Reddit in roulette, or a royal flush in hold'em. And how you do it is through increasing what is called luck surface area. Jason Roberts is a serial entrepreneur who first coined this term in 2010, but I believe it to be even more true today with the growth of the internet, the advent of tools for content creators, and the proliferation of social platforms. Luck surface area says 
that the amount of serendipity that will happen in your life is directly proportional to the degree to which you do something you're passionate about combined with the total number of people to whom this passion is communicated. So if you think of it as a formula, luck equals doing something times telling people about it. If you think of it as an example, luck would be you being, let's say, really passionate about cooking. And rather than just creating your own recipes within your home for yourself and sharing it with your family, you could also start documenting those things on social media to help other people who are into cooking follow your guidance. Roberts's view would be through sharing your passion with the world, serendipitous things will happen more frequently, like people asking you to publish a cookbook, which maybe you can make money off of, followers hiring you to do virtual cooking classes, or say a restaurant owner who follows you on Instagram and reaches out for you to be a head chef of a new restaurant they want to open. And I couldn't agree more with this view. While I don't think you can control every individual instance of luck in your life, I do think through doing and sharing, you can create more surface area for luck to latch onto. I would love to hear your thoughts on luck. Do you buy this view of reacting to luck and increasing the chances of it? Or do you think luck is more or less controllable than I'm making it out to be? Shoot me an email at foundersjournal at morningbrew.com with your thoughts. And as always, thanks for listening to the episode. If you want to show support for the podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcast for Founders Journal. It is the number one way to grow listeners of a show. Thanks so much in advance, and I'll catch you next episode. Whew, what an episode. I could listen to Alex talk all day. And that's not just because he signs my paychecks. Hey, I'm Quincy, one of the social media managers here at The Brew, popping in to let you know that Founders Journal has its own social pages and we're having quite a party. We're sharing listener stories, we're answering questions, we're giving content recommendations. So if you're not following us, you're really missing out. Keep up with us on Instagram and Twitter, at FoundersPod, that's Founders, P-O-D. And you can also reach us via email at foundersjournal at morningbrew.com. I'll see you on the interwebs. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash businessgoldcard.